Swing who lives in man. Atlantis under the sea. Aquaman. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fortress of Comictude podcast. My name is Tyler. And I'm Mary. We are here to take you deep into the trenches to talk about Aquaman, directed by James Wan and starring, of course, Jason Momoa. Yes. We just saw the movie. It came out uh, last night, and we have just left the theater, so it's fresh. It's very, very, uh, not very far removed from this film, I guess is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) So we're going to talk about Aquaman. This is a full uh, spoiler review. Obviously, we don't hold anything back. So this is your warning. If you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, come back to us later, man, after you've seen the film. And then we can talk about it all. And you can be a part of the conversation, at least in spirit. But uh, if you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil all of it for you. And that's not fun for anybody. So uh, go ahead and just check back with us after you've seen the movie. Because it's a lot of fun. Before we get into the movie, Mary, what... I don't. I don't want to say what did you really expect, but I guess um, where does Aquaman kind of sit for you, and what were you kind of thinking going into this movie? I guess what did you want out of it, and how do you feel about Aquaman as a character? What did I? What did I want out of the movie? Yeah, like what? Just what? What were you kind of hoping? You know, what were you looking for out of this movie? And um, I was definitely hoping for him to become king of Atlantis. So he did. <laughs> I was, I was, I was really hoping for that, and I wanted to see a lot of Mira, and I wanted to see Black Manta because obviously the trailers. I just kind of wanted to see what they were doing for his origin. So I didn't, I didn't know like what way they were going to go, or mm-hmm. like if they were going to do when Aquaman kills Black Manta's dad. Like I want to know how they were going to do that, and I got that. Yeah. So. Uh, we talk about comic books on this podcast most of the time because we, we read a lot of comic books. But mm-hmm. I have not read a ton of Aquaman comic books. Uh, in fact, I was not exposed to a lot of Aquaman comic books until Jeff Johns got a hold of him in the New 52. Um, Did you read that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't and, know you um, read that. I didn't mo- read that. And this movie borrows a lot from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've also read uh, most of the dan abnett run from dc rebirth which was a lot of fun and kelly sue DeConnick, who is one of my favorite writers is taking over aquaman her first issue actually just came out this last wednesday which i have not read at the time of this recording but really excited to see where she goes with the character so did you pick it up oh yeah okay um just haven't read it yet but so aquaman's a character that i've haven't spent as much time with other than you know other justice league books and stuff that i had read in the past but as far as aquaman solo series i really started with the jeff johns uh version back in 2011 and like i said that's a version that they pull quite a bit from here um which makes sense obviously jeff johns was one of the writers of the script he was an executive producer so obviously he's gonna he created these characters known as the trench which appear in this movie they're cool are t- they're terrifying in the book yeah. and they are terrifying in this movie yeah um so i mean kind of cool for jeff johns to get you know one of his big contributions to the aquaman mythos put in the movie which is a lot of fun but uh yeah so i didn't really know what to expect i, I wouldn't really call myself a, an aquaman fan per se but i'm definitely like not a hater either i'm not i i 
I definitely don't belong in the group of the, you know, he's so lame, he talks to fish. Or I've always thought that's really dumb. I've always respected him as a character. I've always liked Aquaman in smaller doses. Mm-hmm. But I love Mira. I fell in love with Mira the first time I read Blackest Night and I saw her become a Red Lantern. And I was like, this freaking chick is awesome. And so she was the part of this movie I was looking forward to the most. And I think she was the part of the movie that I enjoyed the most, which is really saying something because I enjoyed a lot. It has problems. I I don't think it's better than Wonder Woman. I still think Wonder Woman probably reigns as the, the best uh, movie of this last bunch from DC. But um, it's probably better than, I mean, it's definitely better than like uh, BBS, Suicide Squad. It's probably better than Justice League. Uh, I have a soft spot for Man of Steel, but technically speaking, this is probably better than that. So it's probably just behind Wonder Woman. But uh, we're going to go into it and give you all the stuff we liked, all the stuff, you know, we didn't like some nitpicks we have. I know I have a few. Uh, And with that being said, Mary, should we just get into it? Yes. All right. So um, the movie, this movie really wastes no time at all. Oh, no, Um, they get right into it. No. Yeah. It's it's literally a Warner Brothers logo, a DC logo, and then boom, Lighthouse with uh, Thomas Curry meeting Atlanta, rescuing her. Mm -hmm. And she's injured. I didn't really know what to expect from this movie as far as like what they were... Because we saw some stuff in the trailer of a young uh, Arthur. And so I was like, are they going to really do much of an origin... Uh, this movie doesn't really feel like an origin story to me. They they do it in really small... Like this whole... Small doses. Yeah, like this whole part with like kind of where Aquaman comes from, they do it in like 10 minutes or less. And mm-hmm. I, I actually really appreciated that. Um, he saves Atlanta from, you know, from the shore... She, you find out that she had fled an arranged marriage and wound up on the shore of this lighthouse. He takes her in and is very kind to her. Over time, obviously, they start to fall for each other. Aww. Next thing you know, she's pregnant. And then we get a cute little Arthur Curry baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's all for naught because eventually the Atlantean soldiers come back for her because mm-hmm. she's committed treason, basically. She's, she's ran away from... Her arranged marriage. Yeah. So they come for her and, you know, she knows that they're never going to stop coming for me. They're always going to find me. So they may, So she makes the decision to go back to Atlantis. To leave, yep. Because they'll never stop and she doesn't want um, them to come and hurt um, Arthur. Arthur or Thomas, or Thomas. either, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she decides to go and, you know, Arthur's left and he's, you know, like a toddler at this point. So mm-hmm. it's like he never she- really got to spend a lot of time with his mom mm-hmm. before she left. And she tells uh, Thomas. Thomas. Yep. Yeah, she's gonna. She will return one day, and when it'll be um, during the uh, sunrise. The sunrise. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So to wait for her. And so all this is pre-title card. This is all pre-Aquaman. Like mm-hmm. so, um, which is which is really kind of cool. Uh, we see the scene that we saw in the trailer with the with the uh, kids at the aquarium. The young Arthur getting picked on by the bullies and all the the fish come to his, the sharks and other various uh, aquatic creatures come to the glass and stuff. And yeah, because they think they think he's so weird that he's talking to fish. Which I, I like that they set up early because he mentions later in the movie. Sometimes I can I can hear them, I can understand them, and mm-hmm. they can understand me. So I think as a kid, that is how you would respond to it. Like he, you know, he You'd he just talks talk to, to them. Him. Yeah. yeah. So I, I appreciated that. The next thing we get is uh, a submarine that is being invaded by
by these pirates. Yep. And, you know, they're... I, I was... I'm Not like I have any, like, expertise in submarines or anything, but they're firing off guns pretty, like, pretty recklessly inside a submarine. I don't think submarine. that's how that works. I don't think so either. But, I mean, they're, like, machine guns, too. I mean, just like, bah, 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 like all over the place. And you're like, okay, I guess. It's entertaining, but logistically, yeah. maybe not. Um, but the, the two main pirates here we're going to get are father and his son. And we're going to find out why they were there uh, a little bit later. But um, up to this point, you just assume that they're just there taking over the submarine for whatever goods they may have. Um, they have all of the, I can't remember like what country or whatever they're from, but all of the, the people that were on the submarine, they had them all locked away in like a storage room somewhere. And they're locked behind this, sealed behind this door. Obviously, I mean, if, if you've ever read any Aquaman book in your life or even know any tiny little bit of Aquaman, you understand this is Black Manta. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Manta and his dad, his dad gives him uh, like a dagger or a knife, I guess, that belonged to uh, his father. And he said that, you know, he was like in World War Two, and they nicknamed him the Manta because he was able to like survive at sea for so long. And he used this knife to do different things. At this point, Aquaman comes to the rescue and he, he takes the whole submarine and like pushes it back up to the surface. Yeah, which that's is cool. which is really cool. Yeah, and then uh, I like the way that he just breaks the submarine door off and uses that as the shield for when they're firing the guns at him, even though he's bulletproof anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, this was stuff from the trailer too, where he you know busts in and he's like permission to come aboard. Uh, he takes out all the guys, everything. He fights Black Manta and his dad. Uh, they try to they try to stab him, but he you know his skin can't be penetrated unless it's like Atlantean weaponry and stuff. Yeah. So, which that will come back later. Just really cool. Like a lot of the the fight cinematography is really cool. Like we we kind of skipped over in the beginning, like when the Atlantean soldiers come for Atlanta at the beginning. Like Nicole Kidman, she gets to like kick ass for a minute there, like with her trident and stuff, and she like takes well, her stun double. Okay, either way, like, <laughs> but, like, the choreography is really cool. The yes. fight scenes are done really, really well. Yeah, I it? think the fight scenes are done really well, too. There's a lot, like, I almost, like, lost count how many are even in this movie. Like, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of action scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I did appreciate that because I never felt like you got bored. Every, like, 10 to 15 minutes, there was something, like, boom, like, okay, this is happening now. Mm-hmm. So, I, I enjoyed that. There, there was a part, see, there, there's... Some, like, just logistical stuff in this movie that was kind of like, okay, like, I can suspend my disbelief to a certain point. Like, it, yeah, like, explosions happening inside the submarine. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't that, like, rip it? I don't, we don't know how submarines work, obviously. There's a part where Aquaman is fighting, you know, not yet Black Manta, but basically Soon Black to Manta. Be. Um, and they're fighting, and he doesn't have a helmet on or anything. And there's a part where Aquaman grabs this giant propane tank. And slams it into his head, like, hard. Yeah. Whatever. And he kind of just bounces off the wall and gets back up. I'm like, his head would be, like, caved in. I mean, it was, like, a solid, like, propane tank. Yeah. And I'm like, he's probably dead, honestly. If nothing else, like, at least, like, severely, like, hurt. Because your head smashed in at that point. So, like, there's certain things, like, I guess that's just, like, typical action movie stuff. There's always going to be some stuff where, like, okay, they're kind of stretching a little bit here. But it's fine, I guess. 
but uh, it's just it's there. And there's some stuff that you just you can't help but notice when you see it. Like okay, like I guess this is what they're doing. But um, in almost every version of Aquaman, the whole thing with Black Manta and Aquaman is that Black Manta wants revenge on Aquaman for killing his father. And depending on which version of Aquaman you read, that goes down in different ways. How did you like the way they kind of handled it here? Because I actually um, think Aquaman's kind of a dick. And he is. And he's supposed to be, that's, I guess. But. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's his character right now is that he is kind of a dick. He, because I mean, first he's he, like, because he's like, you killed, you killed innocent people and you're yeah. expecting me to have mercy on you? Like, go screw yourself. Because first ask he the ocean stabs him in the shoulder. Yeah. And then he gets like pinned underneath like a, a tank or whatever. Yeah. And, but that's uh, his own fault. Yeah, yeah, that that is his own fault. Which but, is basically what Aquaman was saying is like that's like your own fault. You decided to shoot this whatever it was at me, and it exploded with these bombs that are mm-hmm. in there. Which I don't know why those don't explode. Again, there's some whatever. logistical stuff. Yeah, um, mostly all of it's with like the submarine. That I'm kind of like I don't think that's how that works, but I'm willing to go with it because yeah. it's. It is cartoonish. It's it is. It's supposed to be this way. The submarine is is flooding, mm-hmm. um, and so Aquaman's basically like, "I did what I came to do." He's he's set all the the other guys free. Mm-hmm. The guys, the captive guys, they're up on the top of the sub. Uh, so he's gonna go help them evacuate. Mm-hmm. And so Black Manta is like pleading with Aquaman. He's like, he, he's like, you can't just leave him here. Mm-hmm. And um, like you mentioned, he tells them, you know, you killed innocent people. He said, ask the ask the sea for mercy. Mm-hmm. So Black Manta is trying to save his dad and his dad is like, oh, you got to go. Because he uh, can't lift it. Yeah, he can't lift it. They can't. He can't do anything. And also, what are you going to do? He can't swim anymore. So his legs are obviously busted. Oh, yeah. So um, this was weird to me that, that he like pulls out like a grenade Mm-hmm. Almost like they... well, the whole point was that they were um, hired by Ocean Master to mm-hmm. get the submarine, um, so that they can start a war with um, the land. Yeah, people. I get it. So he was like, "Well, we're gonna do our mission," and it's like you can't. So it was either it was either argue with your son or basically force him to leave you. Yeah. So and he he forced him to leave him. Um. Yeah, like I don't know how well that part worked for me. The whole like blowing myself up thing but the whole like the whole shots of like black manta climbing up the ladder when the explosion goes off and like him like knowing his dad just died like like that part kind of worked i was like okay i I felt that a little bit Mm -hmm. but it's just like i don't know like i don't know about that yeah i guess so we move on yeah we move on um thomas is going to the edge of the bridge and then he walks away and Aquaman shows up. Yep. And he, you know, tells him, you know, how did I know I'd find you here? And so he still walks to the end of that dock every morning at yeah, sunrise. The dock. Why I call it a bridge? <laughs> it's a pier, a dock, yeah. a pier, whatever you want to call it. Anyways, they go get breakfast. Yep. Uh, at a bar. He said, well, at a bar. Well, they, they say, let's go get breakfast, but you never actually see them eat anything. They just go, it just cuts to them downing beers. So I'm like, do they eat? It's like, that just code for let's go have a beer? Yeah. Like, did, did you eat anything? Because it looked like it's a bar. It didn't look like a bar slash restaurant grill. It just looked like a bar. I was like, okay, maybe they went to a diner first and then they went to a bar. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They're watching these news reports and stuff talking about, you know, the myth of the Aquaman. Yep. 
And you assume some of that would probably have to be kind of carried over from Justice League as well, because they obviously saved the Earth there. So so people know about the Aquaman. About the Aquaman, but they're also like, people are saying, yes, so if we have an Aquaman, then we, we must have an Atlantis. We've seen this, like, we've mm-hmm. seen Aqua people, and they're like, he's... Yeah, quiet. it's like one guy. Yeah. And they're both like this again. Like, yeah. no, there's no Atlantis. Like, and he's like, we've seen it. We've seen, like, uh, yeah, Dr. Doctor, Doctor, yeah. uh, Dr. Steven Shin is his name. I don't oh, okay. know if he's on the TV right now. Is he? I don't know. If he, yeah, he's on the TV right there. That, they are? Yeah. Okay. These guys approach <laughs> Arthur and Thomas. And you the think they're the going to get into a fight? Yeah, because they they're like bigger guys too. And they approach it like they're like, hey, you that fish man from yeah. TV or whatever. And then what's really, what, what's funny is like, they get you with the joke of him being like, can we, or he's like, can we get a picture with you? And he pulls out his phone and he has a pink phone case. <laughs> yeah, that's Which funny. I guess is supposed to be kind of funny. Like all this big, you know, obviously masculine man. It's funny. It was yeah. pretty funny. Uh, we see Black Man. Well, they take a bunch of pictures together. Some of the pictures are funny because it mm-hmm. just shows how drunk they've been they partying and yeah. whatnot. And then so now it's later in the evening and they're driving home and his yeah. dad, they're going to drive home. And yeah. he's putting his dad in the car. Yep. Uh, Black Man. They show Black Manta like kind of floating along or whatever. And the the Atlanteans approach him. And this is where you kind of learn like that they that were. That whole plan. No, were, not yet. No? No, not yet. I thought this was around this time. No. Okay. Well, we're just going to talk about it now anyways. Because I already brought it up. Okay. But, well, because well, it happens after the submarine thing. Oh, I guess that's true. So, never mind. We'll go. We'll touch back on that later. Okay. So, when they're leaving the bar, they're going to get in the truck. And uh, Aquaman's dad is like pretty drunk so yeah. J- um, i was gonna call him jason jason Momoa. <laughs> arthur is gonna drive home and uh we see a woman you know getting out of the water and walking up to the truck and guys mira 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 ladies and gentlemen she is a gift in this movie amber heard is so good she looks amazing throughout the whole movie yeah she's really good her beautiful bright red hair uh, it's just so good. She rocks that green leotard pretty well, too. And uh, she basically, she's like, you know, I've been looking for you. And uh, you saw, you know, that they met in Justice League. And uh, Mary and I both thought that they were not going to reference any of the other DC movies in this movie. That it was going to be kind of a standalone thing. And for the majority of it is. But they do, you know, acknowledge that they had met once before. And she does say, she's like, you know, you need to come be king. And he's like, I'm not really worthy of me. She says, you you defeated Steppenwolf in Atlantis and stuff. Like, they need you. So that was, I guess, kind of nice to have, like, at least somewhat of a nod. To like, okay, that other movie did happen. Even if, you know, DC and Warner Brothers as a whole are kind of, like, trying to, like, kind of steer away from those movies, it looks like at this point. But... It's nice to be like, okay, we're not just going to completely ignore them, mm-hmm. which I, I appreciate it. I'm like, okay, even if it's just one line of the movie, it, and I'm glad that it's there. But uh, she t- uh, Aquaman, so he believes that uh, his mother's dead, because he was told that. We'll mm-hmm. see that later. But um, he's he doesn't like the Atlanteans because he doesn't like the way that they treated his mom. And he blames himself a lot for it. And so he basically, he wants nothing to do with Atlantis at all. He's like, yeah, you guys are basically terrible people. You murdered my mother. All these other things. I don't care about your, your, I'm not, I don't want to be a king. I have no interest in it. 
And she talks about, well, there's this war that's going to be, you know, they're talking about uh, waging war against the surface world and stuff. And he, he blows her off and he goes to drive home. Yes. Yeah, so before this stuff happens, actually. Um, we got our first underwater scene. Yeah, before that. So It's okay. But yeah. You've seen the movie. We're just piecing together exactly. as, as well as we can Exactly. Remember. So yeah, they're at that, um, the seven um, statues or whatever, mm-hmm. because, you know, seven seas and blah, blah, blah. And Ocean Master is... Um, Orm. Orm. Not yet. Ocean Not yet Master. Ocean Master, but... So I'm King probably, of Atlantis, Orm. Yes. Uh, he is trying to gather the other realms of the sea, the other kingdoms. So th- there's, there's like five kingdoms of yeah. the sea that all make up and that they have like these like unwritten laws to like a to for for orm to be able to legally quote unquote legally like attack the service world he has to have like the approval or the majority yeah of the other kingdoms he goes to uh mira's dad which i forgot his name no so they're 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 having some meeting and then all of a sudden they are attacked by a submarine. That a torpedo. A torpedo goes. So how do you feel about um, all the underwater scenes? Like this is like the first one, mm-hmm. like real first one. Loved every second of it. This movie, not even just the underwater scenes, like everything. Like this movie is visually beautiful. All of it. Whether they're underwater in Atlantis, some of the decisions they made artistically are beautiful. But even like there there's a whole sequence where they're in uh Italy and Rome and stuff. It's just beautiful to look at, like the scenery. Like this movie's shot really, really well. Mm-hmm. Like there's even the parts where they're in the Sahara and stuff, like it just it's a really beautiful movie to look at. Yeah, it is. But all the underwater stuff, it, it really works for me. And the way that they move around in the water stuff like it was convincing to me the way their hair moved around just the way all their bodies reacted to the motion of the water and stuff it it felt genuine to me like that's how it would be yeah so what about you oh yeah i really liked it i like how you know their hair moves you know it looks like they're underwater Mm -hmm. so i think they did a really good job making that believable Mm -hmm. patrick wilson plays orm in this movie, so good. Yeah, he's he's a really good villain in this movie. He he's kind of one dimensional, but I mean he he does a lot with what he's given, and I like him a lot in this movie. I think mm-hmm. he's he's really really good. So they were attacked by the submarine. Obviously, they're they destroy treating it. it. Yep, they're treating it as the humans have attacked them, mm-hmm. and they're responding to it. Yes, and because at first Mira's dad doesn't really buy into the idea of going against the surface and stuff mm-hmm. but once they're attacked he's kind of like okay well i guess the time is now like we need to this has gone on long enough mm-hmm. and they do bring up a lot of good points you know the, in this idea they throw that, like, their trash into yeah, the sea the and sewer waste mm-hmm. and stuff and everything they have to deal with pollute. they don't treat the sea with respect which they don't. we don't they even talk about like they don't even treat their own land with respect they pollute their own air up there yep and everything so it's like okay like in in this imaginative world where there's people that live underneath the water and stuff you could see how they would be resentful of people because of the way that we <laughs> treat the ocean and stuff like it's very believable like you you could anyone could put those pieces together like yeah that makes sense yeah yeah they have a yeah. right to be mad i'd probably be mad too yeah and so now is where we get the, the thing the with black, black manta, manta thing mm-hmm. and so 
um, the whole thing of them being attacked was not staged because they really did, but the the idea of pinning it on the surface people was, was all staged by Orm to try to get the approval of Mira's dad successfully. I might add. So they had they had hired Black Manta and his father to commandeer the submarine so that they could use it for that purpose. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, it tells him job well done. He goes to pay him for it. Um, He's Black like, Manta I don't want doesn't your want money. the money. Yeah, he. Like, I just he, want the Aquaman. He wants to kill Aquaman. He wants revenge. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So then we go to that other scene, and then now they're driving home. Now they're driving home, and. Uh, Aquaman notices the waves getting pretty wave. crazy over there. Yeah, because they're driving on like the side of a cliff, like yeah. And uh, they live in Boston, I think, is where the first part of the movie set. I want to say that's so, yeah. right. Um, it doesn't matter too much, I guess. But they're by the sea. Yeah, and then all these ships are just being pushed with this tidal wave. One of them, like a big ship, just like smashes into a boulder and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God. So Aquaman's trying to, you know, outrun it. Outrun it. And <laughs> Which, I mean, with that little, with that pickup truck, I'm like, he, he you're doing a pretty a good, good job. I'm glad that he didn't though. Like, yeah. because for a second, I was like, oh, we going to do this are whole thing. Do where this it's where like, he misses just it. I'm like, I don't believe it. it. Was, and it was, then he caught it. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, okay. I was glad that it caught him. Um, oh, and then I, I felt, I hurt. I hurt when he was like pulled away from his dad. And he's like, dad. I thought they were killing his dad. I thought they were killing they were his dad too. right there. I was like, well, there goes the dad. I thought they were too. <laughs> like, this, I'm like, this is a superhero movie. I know how these origins work. Parents got to die in the first couple minutes. Mm-hmm. There goes the dad. So he finds wherever he's at. Mira shows up. Mira helps save the him water. because mm-hmm. he, she makes an air pocket. Yep. And then she saves the dad. She's, oh God. Are you guys going to hear me just rave over Mira throughout this you whole are. thing? But, you are going to hear this. Oh, it's. <laughs> But, like, all the scenes of her, like, using her powers and stuff, the way she just, like, creates this giant thing of holds the water off so that he can save his dad and stuff. Oh, man. It's so good. And, like, her eyes turn all blue and stuff. It's That's so really cool. cool. That's really cool. Uh, can I just say that I I, I adore uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I think he is doing a very good job. And he's not, like, your... I like that he's not the traditional Aquaman with the blonde hair and whatever he's got. Yeah. He's more rugged. He's very similar to a lot of people like like the, the, the hook the the the, 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 the Peter David nineties Aquaman. Yeah, Peter yeah. David's run Aquaman when he had the long hair and the beard and everything, and he was a little more. It's not your dad's Aquaman. Kind yeah, of thing. which I mean, like I think I like I like that because because of Justice League. So yeah. it's it's like that's he reminds me of that, and so I just love him and. I want to see him with a hook hand. And yeah, and, with and, a spear and to hand. be fair, and to be fair, like character wise, it's hard to say Jason Momoa really plays a, that good of an Aquaman. Like they, they've basically he, just they, the good... they they've created a new character yes. to call Aquaman. Like he he is not the Arthur Curry that you've read in the comics that much. He's very much his own character, mm-hmm. but he's a fun character and you like him, so it's like you, you're kind of okay with it. Yeah, I like how through like the whole movie he. He's he's often portrayed as this big old dumb guy. Like he's mm. he's big and he's he's the brute. Like he's, he's the brute. He's uh-huh. a big muscly man. But that's he he does smart. <laughs> he is smart because he knows these other languages and he knows mm. you know the king the whole king thing and he's like like he is smart. It's just like I mean everybody has their strengths and their weaknesses. Yeah. So I I like it. I just wanted to say that you're mm. you're gonna talk about Mira. I'll talk about Jason. That's fine. And I you I, know. His body. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. There's, 
I, I know that's that, that's one of the things that was making me laugh like all week. Like there was like those memes like going around of like Jason. Your Mom- mom's gonna like, take you to go see. I'm like Jason Momoa with his shirt off. It was like the reason all the moms want to go see Aquaman. Yeah. I'm like, are we gonna just act like Amber Heard is ugly or something for a reason? Like we're gonna not act like Mara is gorgeous in this movie. Are you kidding me? Like there, there, there's no lack of eye candy for either person. Yeah. Whether you're attracted to either gender you're gonna have plenty to look at in yeah, this movie. Like, it's true surprisingly though jason momoa is not like shirtless or anything for which much I of like, this movie which i like i thought he was just gonna be shirtless through the whole movie I, I thought they were too i thought they were gonna like milk that thing for because it's basically just that opening scene when the submarine with black manta the first time where he's shirtless through that whole yeah scene that's basically it there's yeah. not a whole or lot where of... he he was like getting dressed for that fight. yeah but um, i mean but like, that was really like it. long sequences yeah where you know, I just I thought they were gonna milk that for a lot for you know all it's worth, yeah. just because like gotta put the butts in the seats. Like, yeah. like Mira's leotard is very very low cut around her breasts in this movie. Like they're you know they're putting the butts in the seats. They know what a lot of cleavage from Mira, I guess, is what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at. But um, she yeah she's really good, and she you know like like we were saying, Jason Momoa kind of does his own version. Uh, Amber Heard, she, for me at least anyways, in the Aquaman that I have read, the, the previous two runs and stuff, she very much plays Mira to me. Like, I, I hear her voice in in the way of the, the stories that I have read and stuff. Her attitude, the way she acts and stuff. Takes so, no shit. Yeah. Um, she's very much, like, she's, I love how capable she is. I love, like, how, like just smart and like knows how to use her abilities and stuff so well in this movie like she she's never a damsel in this movie at all if anything like she's the more capable of the two of them for a good portion of this movie Mm -hmm. so but she's also like really supportive and she's like really like cheers arthur on throughout this movie too so i I don't know i just i I was really taken by her in this movie which i assumed i would be but so aquaman is now convinced to go to atlantis with mira basically like out of no other option it's like like mm-hmm. well clearly and like because she tells him right then too she's like this wasn't an act of war this was basically like a warning like th- this is a small fish in the pond basically mm-hmm. oh and then after all this stuff has been thrown out of the ocean ocean this whole tidal wave things they they happened all around all the world over. Yep. they threw out all their all the trash yep. and the um, submarines that. and stuff i love that yeah I love the idea that it's like the ocean kind of striking back. Like, fine, we don't want your garbage. Like, take it all back. Yeah. Take everything out of our waters that doesn't belong to us that we don't want. Mm-hmm. I, I like that a lot. And then you see the doctor again saying, it's the Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman. It's Atlantis. <laughs> Atlantis. <laughs> it's real. And yeah. everyone's like, you're crazy. Yeah. It's just like this uh, this one lady and this other guy at the desk that's like, shut up. Like, every yeah. day with this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they go to Atlantis. Um, well, they're not Atlantis yet. we got to talk yeah. about they, you know, the, the old world. Atlantis sunk. And, you know, Aquaman's like, well, why is there a bridge when you guys are just, like, driving over it? Like, you're not going to walk on yeah. it. And, like, it's just from the old world. You get to see this is the only cool entrance little, in little ship that she has. Yeah, it's it gets, really cool. It is really badass. It's a bummer that it gets lost. Yeah. It gets destroyed. But um, so they get to Atlantis. They get to meet up with Volko. Volko is played by Willem Dafoe in this movie. He's really good. Yeah. Um, I love all the castings of this movie. I really do. I think everybody shines in different ways. Like every 
Like, it's hard to even say, like, who kind of stole the movie for me. Like, I lean towards Mira just because she's my favorite character of these characters, like, before seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I thought all of the, like, the performances were so good. It's hard for me to say anybody, like, was the standout. If I had to, it's either Black Manta or Mira, but all of them are very good in their own way. So they're explaining to Aquaman that they... There's this old trident, and he's like, I already have one. Because he, he has the one that his mother left. Is it like King Atla? Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, he was like the original king of Atlantis and he had this trident made that was like the most powerful trident ever made, but nobody knows where it is because uh, after Atlantis sunk, he like went into seclusion and nobody knows where he left it. But they, they have this like recording device. I don't know what you call it. It's like it's a little chamber thing that the technology is too outdated for them to use it. But they believe there's a message from the original king in there that will lead them to where the trident is. It's kind of cool. They're in this like abandoned little ship that like, has like an air pocket inside of it. So it kind of keeps them hidden away, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So they have to go to the ocean of sand is what they were saying. Yep. Oh, and then import, important note that only like the high, like roi- the high royalty can breathe water and air. Mm-hmm. So not every Atlantean can re- breathe air. That is important to note because I kind of, for some reason, I missed that when they said it. But mm-hmm. I, I picked it up because there's parts, there's other parts in the movie where you're going to see that come into effect. And I was like, wait, how come these guys can't? Whatever. But then like they kind of go over it again. I was like, okay, I would have been paying attention. Yeah. I guess. So like, yes, know that. Yeah. If anybody else was like me and was like, how come certain people can breathe out of water and some can't? This is why. Yeah. So they're found out. Yep. Uh, the Atlantean uh, soldiers come to the ship. They fight. Aquaman has some cool fights with like the little laser sword things that they have for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mira. Like, are they all plasma? They must all be plasma. Something. They look really cool. That's all I know. <laughs> um, Mira is like in hiding because Volko tells her like, you can't be seen here. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't know it yet, but it's because she is betrothed to Orm. And so it's like she can't be seen, you know. Mm-hmm. Which you would think Volko couldn't be seen either because he's he's the royal vizier to the throne. I think he's just more concerned about Mira. About her, yeah. Um, he he also would like to keep himself safe as long as possible, but he made a promise to uh, Aquaman's mom to keep mm-hmm. Aquaman safe. Yep, and and he's been like secretly training him throughout his whole life. Like, I like the way they do the origin in this movie because you just get a, a good little, you know, 10 minutes, like a short little bit at the beginning of the movie. And then there's other spots where they just kind of like touch all these quick little flashbacks, but none of them are real long. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the movie never goes fully into origin story, which I love that because like, just give us what we need. And they do. Mm-hmm. And like, let's go forward. Just I, feed us little hints here. You know, that's fine. Like, nobody, I think everyone's done with origin like full origin stories mm-hmm. so for the most part like yeah sprinkle just, i agree i like the way that they handled it here yeah um aquaman ends up obviously losing to mm-hmm. the soldiers he gets outnumbered eventually and they take just him to up. yep they take him to orm i thought this scene looks so cool like their like throne room where it's like just all like white almost like but it's underwater still and you get that kind of weightless look to it and um, where he's all chained up, like I just, I don't know, I just thought it was really cool. Like I thought the look of everything was really, really beautiful. Um, so Aquaman gets to meet Orm for the first time here, and and if you didn't know, 
They're brothers. Yeah. Um, so Orm is the child of Queen Atlanta and the, the man that she was supposed to be married to that she eventually had to go back and, you know, be forced into the arranged marriage with. And this was their offspring. So he is a pure blood Atlantean, whereas Arthur is considered the bastard child. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a half breed. Yep. The whole time Mira and Volko are talking about how Arthur needs to challenge Orm for the throne, but the plan was that they he needed to go get that trident first. And Aquaman gets a little bit too carried away, basically, and was like, "Let's go right now!" Like, you know, I'll I'll kick your ass right now. I don't I don't care. He he says something like, "Where I come from, we just call it an ass whooping," or something. And so mm-hmm. Orm agrees to to fight him for the throne because he he knows like he's not stupid. Like you've never been here. This is your first time here. Like. He doesn't. He doesn't stand a chance. They agree to do that. Volko is talking to Arthur before the fight and everything, and this is where you get kind of the flashback of him training him how to fight when he was younger, because he tells him like, "Do you remember what I taught you?" It's kind of cool. Oh, there was one seat. There was one like shot from a little bit earlier that I wanted to bring up because I thought was really cool. It was like right before Mira and Arthur go to Atlantis, where they're sitting on like this cliff top, and the camera is panning around them. But every time it goes around, it goes from Mira to Volko to like big Aquaman to young Aquaman, where mm-hmm. it's like half flashback, half present. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, because it shows cool. them dive in the first time mm-hmm. as Arthur is a young kid to them doing. I like that was really well done. To mm-hmm. me. He talks about. I mean, they're all basically conceited. Like they're, they're they're not telling him like you don't have a chance, but they are. You kind of know like this is his element. Like, mm-hmm. and you're just he's you're been not, training. His you're whole not life. ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go and they, they go up into this big coliseum and stuff and guys, it's been a couple of minutes since I talked about Mira. So Mira is in this dress, this like beautiful thing that she's wearing from the like little, I don't want to call it a press box, but it's like, it's like this like little box. Like an in there. Box. Yeah. It yeah. basically is where they're like watching the fight Yeah, and stuff and like, oh man, it's beautiful. Like I thought like not even so much talking about her, like praising the costume designers because like that dress was really interesting visually like oh that's kind of like jellyfish yeah and it looked really cool um so they both have these cool gladiator helmets on and everything and the fights in this movie are just really fun especially underwater because you're allowed to do a lot of things with like zero gravity basically like the way that they're able to kind of float around um they can like swim at like ridiculous speeds so they use that to it to it the advantage of the fight scenes like it's just really cool it's really fun because it's not something you see a lot this movie takes full advantage of the fact that like a majority of this movie is underwater and that's not something that a lot of movies get to do so like like let's take this opportunity to give people things they haven't really seen that much before and i appreciate that especially in this age where we have five to six superhero movies every year they're all going to have fight scenes and i'm like let's do the thing that you do that makes you unique the underwater thing, which they did. They took full advantage of that. So I think that's worth noting. But um, Arthur kind of hangs in there with him for a minute, but you don't really know if Orm's even giving it how too much of an effort. But it, it clearly goes one-sided pretty quickly, and Mira makes the decision to intervene. Um, she comes and saves Arthur before Orm can kill him. And Important to note that Orm broke Aquaman's mom's trident. Yep. And uh, very was about to strike him down. Mm-hmm. And so Mira and Arthur run away in their, in her cool little ship. And the ship gets 
chased down and blasted like an into underwater like a, like a lava car. pit. No, it, oh, like they're a car doing chase. underwater car chase, and it's really cool. Yes, it's a lava pit, like a ring of fire. Yeah. <laughs> um. Obviously, they just get out and swim, and this is where well, the they fir- jump out. Yeah, and uh, before everybody arrives and sees them there, uh, they go into a whale. Yeah, he uses his you know talking to sea life skills and. Uh, convinces a whale to let them hide in the whale's mouth. Like Pinocchio. And, yeah, and he, he makes a Pinocchio pun, which was really cool. And Mirabel was like, what is that? And this is where he kind of explains, like, sometimes I can I can hear them, and they understand me too. Mm-hmm. So, and when he does it, they really do kind of the cool, like, tribute to, like, the 1960s, like, Super Friends thing with the, you know, the circle waves coming out, like, boom, 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 boom. But, like, they do it in a way that, like, Makes you not laugh at it. So, like, it's full-on Aquaman. It's Aquaman the way you remember him, but in a way that's like, oh, this is, like, a badass way to do it, though. So, that I appreciated. So, they get away in the whale, and they have to go to the Sahara Desert. The the Sea of Sand, or whatever that they called it before. Orm and them, at first, they think Arthur and Mira are dead. But they show earlier that Mira has, like, this bracelet on that Orm gives her I think right um Volko does such a good a good job of like pretending to go along with Orm for a while but um once Volko gets kind of found out I I I question how long Orm knew like do you think he knows the whole time and he's just kind of like playing him to see or do you think like it's not until later in the movie when he finally puts it together no, I think he knows. You I think, think so? I think by this point he probably knows. Because I think Volko does a pretty good job of selling it. Like I think he does a good job of covering his tracks. Yeah, because so he's saying um, that we need to find them, and he wants them both dead. Yeah. And Mira's dad is like, like "No, whoa, I want my whoa, daughter whoa. alive." Yeah. Um, like she's committed treason. Like that's the penalty and stuff. Like, yeah, and basically Orm's like, "Screw that," you know. Mm-hmm. She. She has betrayed us, so she's going to die. And then Volko, uh, Volko, Volko? Mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe is Volko. Willem Dafoe. Uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. Norman Osborn. Yep. Says to, you know, you need him on, on his side, and it's more important to get everybody on your side. Yep. So he agrees to his face, anyways, to, like, okay, capture them both alive and bring mm-hmm. them back here. But then they go and they uh, get back in touch with Black Manta, and... They br- this time they bring him Atlantean weaponry, mm-hmm. and they and you know he tells him he says I want you to find the two of them, kill them both, mm-hmm. and we get it's kind like, of killing a cool... them will be my pleasure basically. Yep, and the, yeah, because he tells him like you'll be paid when you're when you complete your mission, whatever. He goes, killing him will be the only payment I need. Mm-hmm. So Aquaman and Mira are in. Well, we get a cool montage of Black Manta put in his like suit thing together like after he gets all the weaponry and stuff yes they he show paints him, it black and they show he him makes spray it painted and they, they make a helmet. cool joke where he has the helmet and he goes i think i need a bigger helmet because the it's like a blast like almost like a heat vision blast thing plasma plasma whatever it's like it's it's a cyclops blast that uh that it like overwhelmed the helmet so he's like oh i need a bigger helmet so like it's cool they give him a pra- like a practical reason in the movie to have such a gigantic helmet so it doesn't explode in his face so i love that i love the movie like just giving a reason for it so aquaman and mira are in the sahara desert and they jump out of a plane 
Same thing in the in the trailer. Yep, crazy redheads got to love them. Woo! And then they're running around in the desert, and she's following this tracker for wherever the um, kingdom of the sand is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're just arguing, they're yep. bickering with each other. Yep, like an so old this married is your couple. Fault. No, this is your fault. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mira talks about like basically like the sacrifice that she gave. She's like, I'm worse than the worst criminal now. Like what I did to save you, I've cost myself everything. Yeah, because she's devoted her life to um, the Orm. kingdom. Yeah, not and, to Orm, oh, yeah. to the kingdom. Okay, yeah, but to Atlantis. But, but she also ran out on her betrothed, her engagement, just like Atlanta did. And but she has to do the right thing. A fugitive, yep. Which is like it's really cool. That's like her. She she stands up for what she believes in, which mm-hmm. I love. So. They're arguing back and forth about... Let's see, I was about to talk about something else now. I can't remember what it is. I don't know. Jason Momoa falls down a hole. Mm-hmm. And oh. then Mira jumps down the hole and it, like, burps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, Mira repeatedly talks about, like, she 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 doesn't like the surface world just as much as, like, Aquaman didn't like Atlantis at the beginning of this movie. So I really like that dynamic because they both come around to each other. They both learn to like love each other's uh worlds because she has like no experience with the service so she just assumes like all humans are bad they just they trash they pollute Mm -hmm. she's only seen tiny bits and bits and pieces of the service she just assumes all of it's ugly it's not you know anything worthwhile Mm -hmm. and she's in the sahara desert so she's like like this this is what you like you know and I like the little joke that the Aquaman makes where he's like, "You, he's like, we have mountains and lakes. He's like, you'd love them. They're like little baby oceans. <laughs> <laughs> so Aquaman falls in the thing. I like this because it's like Indiana Jones style. It is. It does like... feel very Indiana Jones. <laughs> Finding a treasure. This movie feels very like adventure movie for yeah. parts of it, which is a lot of fun. They find the thing. Um, they put the, the thing that has the recording in it on top of the little platform it's supposed to go on, but it doesn't work. At first, and same then, thing as the trailer. Yep, and yeah, and you know they realize it's because it used to be underwater. It needs water to work. She pulls some sweat basically out of Arthur's. Some of his natural water, we're you know we're like what seventy percent water or whatever. It makes is. it wet. Yeah, it makes it wet. It glows, and then it glows. Um, and then there's the you know I could have just peed on it joke, which a lot of people for some reason were complaining about when that trailer came out like oh Aquaman like resorted to a pee joke to me it didn't really bother me like I don't think it's like really funny but it's it, just there it, it's one of those things I'm like clearly this is here for the kids like that's a that's a joke in there for the kids there's another joke where a guy's gonna stick his head in a toilet like that's clearly for the kids like five year olds are gonna find that hilarious so yeah, I just, don't know if they should watch the rest of the movie though. just let them some, have it. some other part of the movie I don't know if five year olds should watch that just the violence? Just the scariness. Oh, oh, with the trench? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if kids should watch that. <laughs> I don't know if I should watch it. It got me a couple times. <laughs> it got me twice. But <laughs> so they, they listen to the recording of the original King and, um, you know, it's very, like, vague, like, speaking almost in riddles where it's like, go to this and this and then find... Look through a glass and only the yep. true King knows the oh, way you, and blah, blah, blah. You remember blah. it a lot better than I do. So then they... Um, they go to Tuscany, I think, right? Sicily. Or Sicily, sorry. Sicily, Italy. And they're trying to find... Italiano. Yes. They're, they go there and they, they're they walking around and Mira um, is just, starting to learn to like the mm, surface. She sees pretty flowers. flowers. They yeah. smell nice. Then she eats one. Yeah. 
Um, and then Aquaman eats one it's because fun. it's kind of a cute moment. Like she takes a bite out of one, and she gives him a look like, like, look, see, I'm like, like, aren't you impressed by me? Mm-hmm. And she like offers him one, and like instead of being like you're crazy or you're he, just joins he, her. he, he, he takes a bite out of it too. I'm like, I oh, that's that. actually kind of cool. Yeah, I love um, that. A really pretty scene of um, him giving her a coin to throw into this water fountain, and he she gives it to this little girl instead. She tosses it in the fountain and. Mira uses some of her aquakinesis to like make shapes in the water and yeah. stuff, which is really kind of cool. So and then they, she's given a Pinocchio book. Yeah. And then she's like, You risked our lives on a book? Like, oh, it's a book. How about that? <laughs> and I got it from the movie. <laughs> so then they go to these statues and they're like, Oh, well, who are we? How are we going to find the one true king? So Aquaman's walking around and he's like, He puts it together. It's like, Oh, it's one of these guys. This guy wasn't a king. This guy wasn't a king. And this guy was. Yep. And then if you put the bottle in his hand and you look like through the statue's head, it'll show you kind of a map of where the the trident is supposed to be. Or at least where the next place to go to get to the trident is supposed to be. And it's at this moment where stuff goes wrong. (laughs) Black Manta shows up with his goons. Okay, guys. Okay. Some really cool fights. So when Black Manta first shows up, I mean, we, we saw it's the same shot that they show you in the trailer when they show you Black Manta in the trailer, but. Man, like, I live for moments like this. Like, these are the kind of things to me, like, as somebody that loves comics so much and reads comic books, like, to see Black Manta show up, a character I never thought I would ever get to see in the full big helmet and everything. Like, I live for moments like that. All the scenes of Mira in her green bodysuit, especially because there's a couple scenes where she actually has the crown and stuff on her head and everything, like... Seeing that, you know, we'll get to Ocean Master later. Like, all of those things, like, it's almost like, like, I don't really have that many problems with this movie. But even if I did, like, stuff like that, it's like, man, that makes me overcome, like, anything. Because it's just like, oh, like, I can't get over that. Like, that means so much to me to get to see those things. Like, I just can't get over it. That's like seeing Spider-Man swing through the city the first time. Seeing Iron Man's armor the first time. Like, just those things where it's like, it's right off the book. I love that so much. They have a really cool fight. This is, you know, stuff that we'd kind of seen in other teasers and stuff, but really cool of, of Mira running across the rooftops, running out, running the Atlantean soldiers and stuff. I really like the way they do the transitions between Mira and Aquaman. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and we're following Mira now, and then uh, it goes to the bell house, the bell thing, and mm-hmm. oh, now we're with Aquaman, and he jumps just like the trailer, and then he saves a little girl from a bell that's going to fall on her, get some people in. He just, like, shoulder hits the bell (laughs) to save the girl. I thought that was really funny because, like, I just expected him to, like, grab her or whatever. It's just, like, tackling the bell almost. So that was funny. Um, Then he's fighting Black Manta, and Black Manta's suit is getting damaged. And then he throws, like... Stabs him a couple times. Yeah, stabs Aquaman a couple times. Well, that was before. um, True. Because now he has Atlantean steel. And it is steel. It's pretty gruesome, too. It's like, ooh. Yeah, there was a lot of blood. I was really surprised. Then, yeah, Black Manta's suit is damaged. Mira's kicking ass, taking names. Like she does. Like she does. And then um, Black Manta is defeated because Aquaman throws these uh, two balls with a chain, throws it at Black Manta. He explodes one of them, and then it, like, throws him down, and his, um, you see he gets hit with one of the one of the stone balls, and he falls down a cliff. And he goes into the ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. Mira shows up and Aquaman is really hurt. And he tells her, you know, before he 
like passes out or whatever he did. Mm. I don't know what he did. He's like, they're tracking you. And she realizes that it's a bracelet. She breaks the bracelet. Because he's pretty beat up. He got beat up pretty hard. Yes. Like, I just can't get over that. Like, I can't get over seeing, like, I live in a world where I got to, like, see Aquaman fighting Black Manta in that big fucking helmet on the screen. Like, ah, oh, so good, man. Mm-hmm. I can't get over that. Oh, yes. He does pass out. And then they're on a boat. Yep. And they're headed to, um... Where the she stole a boat. She stole a boat. She's like, "Oh, they're not. It's not for public use." He's like, "No, people the, own that. Like, it that belonged to somebody." It was really funny. And she's like, and she tells him like, "We're going to the trenches. We're going to the the kingdom of the trenches." And these are the people that he believes killed his mother because he knows that his mom was sacrificed to the trench. So in the New Fifty Two, Aquaman run by Jeff Johns, this was. Uh, this is the first trade, the first volume. It's called The Trench, and he introduces these characters that live in the deep parts of the ocean that are terrifying. And this movie does a really, really good justice here, so I thought that was really cool. And So then, but then we go to, at some point, we go to Ocean Master, and he is with the Fishman, the Fishman people. Yep. The, yeah, the kingdom of the fishermen. Or mm-hmm. fishermen or whatever. And they were saying that, like, the fishermen are cowards and whatnot. Which they look really cool, too. Like they look their, their really cool. Re- like they're, they're really like, convincing. They're they like mermen, real. but they look like uh, fish. Yeah, like they're really like literally like fish humanoid people. Like. Yeah. Um. So the king of the fishermen say, no, we're not going to do this. This is dumb. And I don't answer to you because you are not the king. Mm-hmm. And then Orm just it's kills like, That's him. a shame. Yep. <laughs> that's a shame. I'll just kill you then. Yep. And then so then just I feel so bad for the for the little kid who princess the yeah the princess the what yeah the the next in line the heir the heir and he's like he's like make sure to gather your troops and it's like just a kid I'm like just watched her dad be murdered (laughs) they're just like okay and so it was basically like they were forced into a war that they didn't want or else die. Orm is ruthless. He movie. is like, super he, ruthless. He's, like, he, he's a terrifying villain in that sense of this movie that you're like, this guy's willing to do whatever it takes. Like, you don't question that at all. Like, he, he will go there. There's no line he will not cross to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. So. Um, then Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Now they're, they wake up again. They fell asleep or something. They woke up and it's nighttime and they're in the trenches. Yeah. So. Scary. Yeah. The trench. The trench monsters are freaking terrifying. They're like, terrifying. there's a couple jump scares when they first show up and stuff. Yeah. And you know, because they live so deep below the water, you they're know, they, sensitive to light. They're sensitive to light. Uh, how do they keep the things lit though? Once they go underwater, to an extent, um, there are there there are waterproof flares. Um, they probably don't work exactly like how they were. I was gonna say they exactly. go pretty deep with them. That's that's um, another part where I was you like, kind of mm-hmm. have to give it like. Obviously, they also don't have. We don't have the technology that Atlantis has either. So it's like you have to like suspend your disbelief for certain things mm-hmm. like that. Basically, they fight their way through the trenches and they uh, make it to this like underwater storm thing. And then yeah, it's like a big like cyclone, yeah, almost, like thing. Yeah, but so the trenches they look they look super cool, super creepy, and they're like when they're like uh, going down, they you know you just see like the light around, and you see all the trenches like around them, and they're just mm. like everywhere. And There's they, a ton, a of them. ton. 
So yeah, then they're separated and Mira gets picked up and now they're in the the hidden kingdom, yeah. the center of the it's earth. It's a portal basically that takes them through to this like hidden island place. Yeah. It's the hidden kingdom, the center of the earth. Okay, there you go. That's Where what there's dinosaurs, there's like pterodactyls and yeah, raptors running around. I was awesome. like, I, that threw me off so much. I was like, <laughs> I was not prepared for dinosaurs. And, and they don't really like, do oh, anything with them. They just kind of show in, them. Are we in Jurassic Park now? <laughs> yeah. So like, it, it, they don't yeah, they do not do much with them or anything. They're just there to be like, oh, look, this is like, just kind of show you like how exotic of a place it is. But Mira is saved. By and, a mysterious and ashore figure. By this, yeah. And if you when you're watching the movie, you put it together pretty quickly. But I was really genuinely surprised to find out that Atlanta lived. Yeah, I thought she was dead. Um, so Aquaman's mother is still alive. They which is union. really cool because yeah, you get to see them kind of reconcile like all that, and like he gets to find out that his mother did live, and like she gets to see her son full grown. And so like that was really sweet to me. Mm-hmm. Their hug and stuff, and you see Jason Momoa, you know, crank a tear out and mm-hmm. stuff. Just, it was just a sweet moment. It was a really genuine moment, I thought. Mm-hmm. So she um, tells him about the uh, trident, mm-hmm. where it's at. And she says, you know, she's been trying for years to try to get it, but she can't. It's mm-hmm. only meant for the true king. Um, There's also a really sweet moment, too, where she asks Arthur about his dad. And he says he still goes to the dock every day and waits for you. I, 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 thought, I thought that was really, really yes. sweet. Yes. But yeah, the trident. There's a month. There's a big... I, they they have a name for it, but I forget what they call it. But it's this gigantic beast thing, like a to. kraken, but not a kraken. Almost it has like these like spiked. It's tentacles. like a Ugh. it's like a Godzilla kraken, basically. Yeah, but it's like ginormous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Arthur goes in there. Aquaman goes in there, and he wants to get the trident. Mm-hmm. And then the monster shows up, and they're talking um, with their tel- their talkingness. I don't know how yeah. what they call it. Um, she, she's just talking shit, basically. Like, you course. are not worthy. What What makes you think you're worthy? You half-breed, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And she even and tells them, she's like, many have tried, but you are, like, the most unworthy person that's come through here. Mm-hmm. And um, they fight for, like, a, a minute, and Aquaman... She kisses his ass. Yeah, <laughs> she he kisses his ass. He would have died. He would have died. Um, then he talks to her, and he's like, I know I'm not worthy, but I have was- to try. Yeah, and when he responds to her, she's, like, really put off by that, like, you can understand me? Yeah, because he's the only one that's been able to. Mm -hmm. And then she basically gives him free reign to try. She's like, like, no one's been able to get the trident out of the king's grasp. So if you're able able to get it, great. If you're not, I'm going to eat you. Yeah, like, she warns him. She's like, but if you can't, you know, I haven't eaten in a very long time, so... I'm going to eat your ass if, if that's the case. But, yeah. you know, obviously, as soon as he touches the trident, it lights up and he's able to grab it. He gets the Aquaman armor, too, and he looks super cool in oh. it. I thought, I I don't know. When I saw the pictures, I was like, mm, that kind of looks a little cheesy. But then actually seeing it in the movie, I was like, I like this. The straight up orange and green Aquaman costume. It, it And... It's it has the scaly look to it. Like mm-hmm. it's everything that shouldn't work. Like even the gloves have the big like pointy like it's everything that shouldn't work, mm-hmm. but it does. And it looks so cool. When he comes out of that water fountain and puts the trident down and everything, you're just like Waterfall. What a bo- uh, water fountain. Yeah. <laughs> Waterfall. You're like, what a boss. Like what yeah. a what a G. Yeah. <laughs> what um, a guy. 
So he's got that now. We cut to Orm. They're going to wage a war against the barnacle people. Mm-hmm. The barnacle uh. people. They're like these <laughs> crab people. They oh, they had a really cool name for them, too. And I That's, It started with a B. They were like creepy looking, but also cool looking, like really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call them the barnacle people. This movie does some really cool stuff because they're like crab, the hybrid looking weird people. I don't know. Like, this movie does some really cool stuff design choice-wise. Like, they, they create this world mm-hmm. that's just really interesting. Uh, so, they're waging their war, and they're fighting each other. And Orm is, like, straight up in the cool, badass purple and silver Oh, uh, yeah. I totally forgot. We didn't talk about... With the oh, Ocean and Master then, mask on. And then what's-his-face is locked up? Green Goblin. He fa- he was found out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Orm finally knows that Volko betrayed him and yes. stuff. Um, and like that scene was kind of eerie, too, where he asked him, like, do you have any advice for me or whatever? And he's like, I can't remember how he words it, but he's like, I know that you've betrayed me. Like, you've been training that kid his whole life to one day overthrow me. Mm-hmm. And, like, he almost, like, brings up a good point. Like, he is crazy because he's trying to wage this giant war. But from his point of view, he does make a good point where he's like, why would you trust him over me? I've been here the whole time. I've devoted my whole life to this. Mm-hmm. Like you should have supported me. And like when he says it like that, you're almost like, yeah, like I get it. I get what he's saying, but you're also a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, because you want to kill everybody on the land part then, of the earth. Um, like Volko's like just straight up a boss too about it because like he goes to arrest him and he's like, don't deny it, don't resist it, whatever. He's like, I won't. And mm-hmm. then he's like, he's already more of a king than you'll ever be. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, yep. Voco gives no fucks. And then he tells him, he's like, lock him up. Make sure he has a view. That Ocean Master costume. Looks good. Looks so good. So damn good, guys. So That's the stuff that gets me from day to day. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so, yep. Back to the war. They're fighting. And so awesome. all of a sudden... Boom, the Godzilla Kraken comes out of the ground. And who's riding it? Aquaman. <laughs> In the costume. In the costume. Riding this giant Kraken creature thing. Oh, God, it's yep. so good. Things are still going on, and then all of a sudden, like... It's as Aquaman as you get. Yeah, it's as Aquaman as you get. And then um, people are riding on their sharks, and they're going to attack the, the Godzilla Kraken. And there's just so much going on, too, like... All of these things going on in the background, like just people fighting here, 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 like all of these things. Like it looks so good, like how good they pull it off. Like mm-hmm. it's really busy, but awesome. And then Aquaman does his cool talking to the fish thing. Yep. Basically has all the sharks turn on their riders and mm-hmm. they start eating them. Yeah. <laughs> and like Mira who comes at one point, she's like, say, Arthur, there's too many casualties. Like, we have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like You have to go fight Orm. Just end this now. Yeah. Take him on to your turf. There's a really cool part where, like like you mentioned, like he's he gets all the sea creatures behind him. Because he can't control the Atlanteans, but he can control, not control, but he can communicate with all the other sea creatures. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where, like, he even has the trench mm-hmm. monsters on his side. And, everyone and like, everyone's like... like no one's ever, like, commanded the trench like this guy did. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and Vogel, like, as soon as Arthur returns, he's like, the king has risen and stuff. Like, I thought that was really cool. And um, Aquaman's still even kind of nervous at this point, like, where he's like, I don't know if I can beat him. Like, what if I can't do it? Whatever. And 
Mira tells him, like, you know, the last fight was on his terms. Like, this time make it on yours. Take him to your area. Take him to your, uh, fight with your strengths this mm-hmm. time. Which I thought was really cool. And, you know, before they go, they get a big, long, passionate pan around kiss. Yep. That's really, it's it's really beautiful too. Like the way the camera goes around, like all the backgrounds, the water, all the fighting that's going on around yeah. them and stuff. And it, it is really, especially like because they're underwater, so her hair is like flowing and stuff as he's kissing her and stuff. Both of them because they both have long hair. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just it's a really beautiful like that's poster worthy. Mm-hmm. So really cool. Mm-hmm. Mira's riding around on all kinds of badass like seahorses and shit too. She looks like a freaking boss. Uh, Aquaman goes to Orm and yeah, he takes him out. On top of like one of the ships, their last fight's really cool too. So they start fighting, trying but everybody, trying. everybody around them is all like, they've come up to the service to watch this fight because they were like, "Well, whoever wins is gonna be the so king." It's like one of their rules, right? It's like mm-hmm. it has to be in front of everybody. Like it has to be witnessed, almost like similar to like Black Panther, the way they kind of did it there, where it's like you have to beat them in a duel in front of at least so many witnesses or something um it wasn't necessarily that uh it wasn't like that like rite of passage thing Mm -hmm. it wasn't that it was like well he has the trident but orm doesn't want to succeed the roan you know Mm -hmm. the roan the throne he even gives him a chance before they fight doesn't he where he's asking me he's like stand down like he's like i have the and then he's like no like i think so yeah yeah i think he does he like he asks him before they fight Mm-hmm. Well, basically, everyone's telling him like he has, he has the the trident, and by mm-hmm. our most ancient laws, that means he is the king. Mm-hmm. And, but Especially Orm doesn't want he's to. Older too, like, and and Orm doesn't want to admit that because he doesn't want to give up the throne, obviously, obviously not, yeah. because he blames um, Arthur for the death of his mom. Yep, because, their mom. Because if you know, if his mom wouldn't have betrayed. Atlantis and had a bastard son and stuff then he could have had his family his happy little family growing yep. up and had a mother and stuff so mm-hmm. um so they fight their their fight's really cool everyone's watching really and um there was a really cool part where like these fans of this of the ship like propellers mm-hmm. he Aquaman has him like against those and mm-hmm. like they're like hitting the side of his mask mm-hmm. that so was really cool. that was really cool Aquaman um, breaks uh his trident Breaks Orm's trident similar to the same way that they had done in the previous Well, he fight. uses an aqua shield, like, he uses the water as a shield mm-hmm. when um, Orm is going That's to attack so cool. him for that final time. Oh, the way yeah. he's spinning the trident around, like, swirling the water around. Oh, that's so cool. And, like, Volko's sitting there, like, just nodding, because, like, Volko did that move to him earlier when he was a teenager. Yeah. So he's sitting there, he's like, like, you did good, kid, kind yep. of thing. Like, <laughs> yep. oh, I love that. Um. Yeah, Orm's pushback. And Aquaman breaks his trident because he broke the other trident. And then he goes in for the final kill, but he stops. And he doesn't. And then Orm's like, do it. Like, finish me. Like, that's our law. Yeah. And he's like, no. Like. I'm not you. I'm not. I'm not Atlantean. I'm not fully Atlantean. He's like, that's what we do. And he's like, I don't know if you forgot, but I'm not one of you. Yeah. and then he, I, I like that he tells them, like, as the guards, like, carried him away, he says, when you're ready, let's talk. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even after all of that, he wants to, because he even tells him at an earlier point in the movie where he's like, you know, one day, I, there was a time where I dreamed of meeting you one day. Yeah. Because he knew Orm existed. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, 
like there was a time where I dreamed of beating you because I didn't want you to feel alone because we're brothers and stuff where it's like as far as Orm is concerned he they're not brothers like they're not family in his eyes he doesn't care so but like even after all that he still like wants to them to have some sort of relationship together um the the scene when Orm sees Atlanta again alive and realizes that she's alive and stuff it's pretty touching and then it's hilarious because like nobody told Voco that Atlanta's alive so he's just standing there like jaw dropped and Mira's like it's a long story I'll tell you later <laughs> he's like what okay <laughs> really funny and then they're basically having like a you did it kind of thing whatever and um really sweet moment between Arthur and Mira where he's like he's like what do I do now and he's like be their king mm-hmm. be what they be what they want you to be be what they need you to be and his mom even tells him at an early point too like they need more than a king they need a hero mm-hmm. and that's what sets him apart like he fights for everyone it's not just he's not just looking out for atlantis's best interest he is the bridge between the two people mm-hmm. so so again then you know he has a cool hoorah moment where everybody's you know basically long live the king kind of thing and that's that's for the most part it not um, going to talk about the reuniting of thomas and Oh, that is really sweet. Um, yeah, he he goes out to the dock at sunrise, but he's not really like looking. It's more just kind of like routine, like all right, you know, gotta go do my daily thing. And he like he's really caught off by someone standing there. Mm-hmm. And when he sees her, it is it's a really beautiful moment. It is and stuff. And and then Aquaman is saying, you know, he does his monologue where it's like, um, it's because of them that I am who I am. Yeah, like they and were- I am Aquaman. It's kind of a thing like this was never supposed to happen. Like I was never supposed to happen. Like they were never supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. Like everything had to happen a certain way for the way that it did for this to be what it is. So it's not like a thing of chance. Like it's fate. It's destiny kind of a thing. A, a forbidden love that they had. And he's the offspring of that. You know, yeah. And then they have a cool like poster freeze frame moment where he like jumps out of the water and he's a covering above it in the sunset and everything. It's oh, yeah, cool. Oh yeah. It's, it's your it's your perfect like there's your poster yep. right there and, and that's then, it. then there is one uh, mid credit scene it's nothing too crazy but we just do get confirmation that Black Manta did live which I'm glad they did give because like I assumed he did but you also see him fall pretty hard yeah so I was like he's not dead right because like Black Manta like that's the go to Aquaman villain for the most part like him and Ocean Master and you used both of them in the first movie so if you're going to do sequels you can't kill you can't kill either of these guys off which they didn't kill off either of them so they're they're good but um, and he meets up with Dr. Stephen Shin. the guy from TV yep yep and uh, he rescued him and he's you know it, it, you assume that they're going to work together on some yes. sort of a you know basically like I'll I'll give you the confirmation that you want and help you get Atlantean tech if you help me by so, giving me the information you have. I think if there's going to be the next Aquaman movie, which I hope that there is, that that's probably where everyone's going to be like, Atlantis is real. So and Aquaman needs to lose a hand. Or him and Mira are going to have a baby and Black Manta's going to kill it. <laughs> it has to happen. My heart. It has My to heart. happen. Don't, hate, don't say that. I, I don't want that to happen. a little baby. Little baby boy. I know it has to happen, but I don't want it to happen. Yeah. Okay, I just don't. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have to happen. That might be too dark. I don't know. I but think it might be a little sh- dark. It should happen. It might be a little dark. And so that's Aquaman. Aquaman. Um, Aquaman. Um, likes to talk to a lot of fish. There you go. 
<laughs> I don't know how to end it. <laughs> Who lives in Atlantis under the sea? Aquaman. Okay, Mary, just uh, your overall thoughts and stuff, and how do you feel in a rating? Uh, I I liked it. Um, yeah. So I liked it. I liked the CG. I liked um, the aesthetic of the movie. I liked all the colors. I liked that it was Very easy. Colorful. It was easy to tell who was fighting and who was winning, who was losing. You know, like with um, Venom, it was really hard that final scene because it was dark and they like melded together. So it was really hard to see like what really was going on with that. It was that. dark to cover up the CG so they didn't have to spend more money. It's like, yeah, the CG doesn't have to look as good if we put it at night. So. Yeah, but like Aquaman fighting Orm in the Ring of Fire, you can easily tell that's Aquaman, that's Orm. With all the fighting, um, the final battle, you could tell who was who, who was doing what. But I mean, that also had to do with like, well, Aquaman has all the fish and they all have other ships they have mm-hmm. ships so you, that was easy to tell i like that nothing i don't feel like anything got muddy i feel like the story progressed really well overall yeah i just liked it um okay. I mean, my rating's gonna be 10 because of my overall uh i was very entertained by it so i know i give 10s a lot but you know i i liked it i don't give 10s to everything i wouldn't give suicide squad a 10 we didn't do a review for series. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What did you give Venom? I don't even remember what you gave Venom. Uh, an eight or something See, you're like that. pretty generous. I, I, I am like generous. A five or I, six. I am. What did you give it? I don't think you gave it a five or a six. I, I think it was. I think it was like a five or a six. Somebody go back and tell me. If I, I don't know. If I remember right, I think I said like if five is okay, then it's just a little better than okay. So it's a five and a half or a six. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what I gave Venom. I know I was generous with it. Um, but I mean, I read everything off of my entertainment. Yeah, and that's fine. It depends on if I was looking at other things, distracted by other things, mm-hmm. if I was thinking about other things. If the movie keeps my entertainment, I'm not thinking about, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? Then it's going to be pretty good. It held your attention. Yes. What about you? Um, lots of stuff to like in this movie. I love all the casting choices. I thought all the actors did really, really well. I thought, I don't know what the budget was for this movie, but I thought the effects were beyond brilliant i think all the underwater scenes work i believed every second of it i believed that i was watching these people underwater fight i believed that this place atlantis could exist it seemed like a place that i could physically see um so that that's a big deal to me um you know it's not a perfect movie there there's some spots where like say logistically there's some stuff where you're just like why you know why this um how does that kind of work um this movie does throw a lot at you um and and that can be kind of you know good or bad depending on the person um because it does you're, you're gonna get a lot and you have to i that there's sometimes where i wonder like do i do i did i follow it so well because i already kind of know knew what to expect like i already kind of knew the lore like i would love to talk to somebody that like doesn't know Aquaman at all and see how well they were able to follow everything because they do. They throw a lot at you and a lot of it does move pretty quickly. It progresses pretty well, but it moves quickly. So like, I don't know if it maybe gets a little convoluted for people that don't know the mythos that well or don't know the world. Um, I like I, say, I don't know, but it's just something to, to be stated that this movie does throw a lot your way. But 
um, just those little things, man. Like that's, that's what, at the end of the day, I like these movies. I like watching them. I think they're a lot of fun, but at the end of the day, the last thing I'm going to be is a comic book fan, a really diehard comic book fan. So like, those are the standouts, like black hat, black Manta with that big fucking helmet on his head. Like that, that to me is worth more than anyone could imagine. Like Mira in the awesome, crown on her head green suit pulled it off made it look good the orange and green aquaman costume the ocean awesome ocean master mask being animated the way that it was so he could still express and emote with it on like those things for me are the things that just like make all of this worth it like i can't believe that i live in that world where i got to see those things that i'm like oh my god that's it right there it's on the screen it's in front of me so for those things right there it's just like that made the movie for me personally. Um, but I thought the story was pretty sound. I thought they did a good job with it. Say the performances, the, the movie, like as, as heavy as the plot is at points, I think it's still really character driven and the characters make this movie a lot of fun because you, you like them. A lot of the characters are fun. Even the villains are fun. And so it's a movie that I think a lot of people get a lot of fun out of. I think there's plenty here for everybody. There's, there's humor in spots, but it never feels too much. There's plenty of action. I think kids could be entertained by this movie pretty well. I think there's plenty for adults there. Um, I, I'm going to give it an 8. I think 8, eight out of 10 is really fair. Um, wow. What? Wow. I don't know. Um, 8 out of 10 is really good. I say I, I don't think it's better than Wonder Woman. I still think Wonder Woman's maybe a more solid sound movie. Mm-hmm. If Because I, I think that was probably the bar for this movie. Because it's like, okay, well, it's a it's a DC movie. They're comparing it to the best DC movie of the current, you know, lineup. So I don't know if it clears that bar, but it's, it's, it's pretty close. Um, and just, just huge for a character that gets a lot of crap because we need to put this whole thing to rest that like Aquaman's the lamest superhero that his powers are dumb. Isn't it? So like, it's really good for that because like they do a really good job of showing you like Aquaman is cool. And here's why. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I think everybody should go see it. I'm sure you probably all will. It's going to make a butt ton of money, and I hope we get to play in this world some more with some sequels because I think there's enough world building there. Like, I want to explore the ocean more. I want to do all these things. I want him to get a hook hand at some point. Big old harpoon. Um, I just want to see more of it, so I hope we get to. And uh, it was nice because... Justice League was last November, so we've gone 13 months, you know, since the last DC movie. So it, it's kind of nice, like okay, good, we get to play in this world again because Justice League feels like forever ago by this point. When does Wonder Wonder Woman 84 come out? Um, next December. Okay. I think I can't remember. Um, but we got Shazam in April, so. We're not too far from Shazam. Now. Yeah, Shazam. And then the Birds of Prey. With Zachary Levi. Birds of Prey will be coming out here before too long, too. So we got a couple things coming down the pipeline, but I... Oh, yeah. I forgot about Birds of Prey. Um, nice to see this movie. Um, I, I, I still think the critics were maybe a little overly rough to it, but they've been kinder to it than they have been to the other movies, except for Wonder Woman. So I guess we just take the win. I think that. 67 now which is a lot better than 27 percent yeah 29 percent where the other mm-hmm. movies have been i think justice league finished at like 38 or something so you know 
it is what it is. I had a lot of fun with this movie, and like Mary said, at the end of the day, that's what should count. Is did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Were you entertained? And um, it, you know, all those boxes are checked for me. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that being said, this podcast is about over. We hope you guys all enjoyed Aquaman, and thank you guys so much for downloading and listening to us this week. It really means a lot. We're gonna have another episode uh, coming out either it at the same time or maybe shortly after this one at another comic book club of Batman Noel, which is a fun Christmas themed Batman story to get you through this holiday festive season because it's what we like to do because it's fun. Um, It'll uh, either be on Christmas or before Christmas. Yep. Uh, So keep your guys' eyes peeled for that. We'd love to hear from you guys. Did you guys enjoy Aquaman? Is there some stuff that we didn't talk about that, uh, you know, you really liked or didn't like? We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you're following us on all of your social medias. We're on Fortress of Comitude Podcast everywhere. The podcast is available pretty much everywhere. Uh, tell your friends. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. And we'll see you next time for another deep dive. Aquaman. Aquaman.